He's broadcasting today. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. For all the students, the teachers, the faculty, everyone who gets you there on the buses, everyone who's cooking your lunches, everyone who's out there on the field helping you run around and get active, today's show is for you. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. Totally. I think that's good. What a sad day. Uh, Last it a, night. It was a really, really rough day. And, and um, I immediately think of the parents and how parents, first of all, the parents of, of students, but also the parents of children who have to explain this every time it happens. Look at Froggy. You know, your son goes to school right up the road from this school, right? Yep. How yep. was your day yesterday? It was tough. And... We've seen a lot of these shootings before, but when it happens in your backyard, my child reacted differently yesterday. Just three years ago, we looked at a home in this neighborhood. This would have been the school he would have been in. He would have been a freshman. He would have been in that building. And when he realized that, I saw a completely different reaction than I normally see from him. He's always interested. He's always worried. He always, we always talk about things like this when we see them. But yesterday was different because it happened so close. And to, every night I put him to bed and the last thing I say to him is, I love you. Have a good day at school tomorrow. I'll see you afterwards. And we take that for granted. There's 17 families that sent their loved ones to school yesterday that didn't see them after. And it's not fair. Something has to change. I don't know what that is. I don't have all the answers. But something has to change. And every single one of us, everybody listening, every one of us has to do something to change so that we don't have to do this show again. I'm tired of doing this show. I really am tired of coming in here after these school shootings and have to do this. That's not what it's about. And we have to make a change. We have to do something different. You know, it's an honor and a privilege to come in here and do this show every day. These are the hard shows to do. These are the, these are the hard ones. But this is the type of show that we know has to be done. This is our job. Yep. We're here. We're here to uplift and make people think. That's really all this show is supposed to do and make mm-hmm. you laugh. Yeah. And, of course, today uh, there will be a, a few uh, turns to the left and turns to the right that may seem, well, wow, they seem to be in a good mood knowing that, such an awful world is brewing out there. Well, that's what we have to do today. And we will. We'll do it very well. And I just can't imagine doing anything else. And I'm so, first of all, so proud of everyone who came in here today who's doing what you need to do. And I know it's going to be rough. But let's talk about let's talk about people who say our prayers are just not enough anymore. We've got to do more. Well, first of all, let's not give up on prayers. Right. Let's, let's add to them, though. Prayers, of course, are all about meditation, saying things, saying things maybe out loud or in your heart, in your mind that you hope the universe or your God will hear to make change. Good. Keep those going. But let's also pray for people who are having a very, very difficult struggle with mental health. Let's pray for our politicians who can make a change if they see what's clearly before their eyes, clearly before their eyes. These assault-style weapons in the hands of someone who is mentally ill, those both have to change. If you're on social media and you see someone basically telling you that they are wanting to hurt someone, 
and they're showing you the weapons they want to use to do so, you've got to do something. You have to do something. And if the person you go to to turn them in doesn't do something, then you go to the next person and the next person. We've got a lot of work to do. There is no one solution to this. It's a lot of little things that can add up and be great. Let's turn our schools into to big buildings with neon signs that say, come in. There's stuff to get done in here. We're teachers. We're here to help you figure out what you want to do for the rest of the lives, the rest of your lives. Let's not build schools where we have to build a wall around it to keep people out that don't belong in and keep people in that just need to be safe and learn. We've got lots to do. How are you doing, Danielle? All right. It was, uh, you know, I, uh, it, it, like Froggy said, it's just you feel like every other day this is happening. And then in my house, you know, my little guy is eight and he has a little bit of anxiety as it is. And so I just tried to keep the TV off all day because knowing him, he's going to say, I'm not going to school tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that to happen. And I know my oldest, they'll address it probably in, in social studies or something because she always does. Um, and he'll have questions and stuff. But I, I just... There, I, there's got to be an, I mean, the kid, he was what, a kid, they, they gave a kid a gun, an 18-year-old kid or whatever. I mean, how does that, how does that even happen? How are you even allowed legally to walk into a store and purchase something like that? Why would he need that? What, why? It just doesn't make any sense. And, you know, schools are doing the best that they can to keep our children safe. And a lot of schools are not even telling us what they're doing. Like we went to a meeting at my kid's school and they were like, listen, we're not going to tell you everything. Because one, we don't want to freak you out. And two, we just got to do what we got to do. But when I was a kid and you were a kid, I wasn't hiding under a desk because we had to have a terrorist, uh, you know, uh, drill. drill. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a, we had fire drills. We went outside and we complained because we didn't want to have a fire drill. Now they're having terrorist drills and hiding under desks. Hey, mom, I hid under a desk today. I mean, I, it's just, I don't know. Let's get back to the day where, where it was years ago, when I would hide under a desk so I wouldn't have to go to PE class. Yes, <laughs> or because I didn't want my allergy shots. I would hide under exactly. a desk at the doctor's office. The most fearful thing at school was being nude in a shower with other guys. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to make light of anything. That was the scariest part of school for me. Yeah. And I thought it was bad. I thought, I thought that was awful. Let's go talk to our first caller of the day. It's Jessica. Jessica, good morning. Welcome to Thursday, February 15th. Good morning. How good are morning. you? Good morning. What's going on, Jessica? What's on your mind? I was just thinking about everything you're talking about. And, you know, I'm a teacher in Manhattan in East Harlem. And I just can't imagine being in that situation. You know, um, we practice all the time. We have drills, like you're saying. And just think about how it's just not enough like in that moment it's so scary to think about that actually happening you know you have like the kids that are laughing they're not sure of how to really handle it but you know as an adult you know how serious it is so it's just it's so nerve-wracking and I I know for a fact like I would put myself in front of you know this bullet for anyone for all my students but I just can't imagine being able to be in that situation it's frightening I can't imagine I cannot imagine if you're a teacher or a student, or anyone that's working in a school today, or a security guard, oh, mm-hmm. you know what? We're with you. It's so scary. But, We're with you. You know, I think that, like you guys are saying, the most important thing is at lunchtime making sure we have our kids include everyone. We just worked on 
Nobody Eats Alone posters in our classroom. I love that program, and by the way. The No One Eats Alone program amazing. is the best. It's amazing. The best. So we're trying to inspire good things in our classrooms. And I just want to shout out PS171, Patrick Henry. Yeah. And to very, everyone, very good everyone working in the lunchroom. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Jessica, that's why today, today's show is dedicated to you and everyone like you who really are doing everything you can to make these schools do what they're supposed to do. Thank you, Jessica. All Thank you, you all you get is a shirt. <laughs> That's perfect. Will you guys ruin it for me? Of course. We're going to ruin it for you. Of course. Thank you very Yay. much. Thank you. Look, you know what? It's been a long couple of uh, it's been a long year, almost 2 years, I guess. Uh this show has struggled so so much to try to stay down the middle line to try to make this a show where everyone is welcome, no matter what your political feelings are. I got to tell you, today, I'm going to make a decision. We have to make a loud noise and drive the show over to this side right here, the side that is about controlling these awful, awful, overly powerful weapons. Mm -hmm. There's got to be a solution here. Look, Second Amendment, I'm in. But what does it mean for us today is the question. Rather than fighting for our rights just for the sake of fighting for them, let's fight for our lives. A gun that was originally, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, originally designed to keep our country safe, basically, killed some of our country yesterday in the hands of someone who shouldn't have had that gun. And I'm not taking away the fact that he was responsible for doing that. 100% that 19-year-old kid was 100% responsible for pulling the trigger on that overcharged gun. But Froggy said it great yesterday. If I want Greg T to go drive a semi-tractor-trailer truck through the streets of Manhattan, I want him to have a license. Mm -hmm. I want them to know who he is and that he can be responsible enough to drive that big-ass truck through tiny-ass streets. It should be the same for any gun, especially a gun like that. What the hell? Mm -hmm. Another person I thought of last night was Bethany. You almost made it out. (laughs) And I say that because I'm taking everyone listening kind of behind the scenes. On the mornings after tragic events, like what happened last night, we all have to come in here and try to do our best. And we will. We'll we'll have a good show today. To try to do our best to lift people up. And Bethany, of course, is on the front with the, the, the statistics, the news story. And I'm sure one of the things she is not going to miss about doing this job every day is having to do this. And I looked at her this morning when I walked in and I said, I'm so sorry, you almost made it out. You almost made it out. And she looked at me and she said, it's my job. And for that, I'm truly grateful. These are the days we should be celebrating all the time we've had with you and we will continue to do so. Mm-hmm. Big surprises come in your way. <laughs> Thank you for coming in and doing this today. No, it is, uh, it's my honor. It's my honor. With that said, here's the latest. What's going on? Okay, as you know by now, 17 people are dead this morning after yesterday's shooting massacre at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. 
The gunman, the, uh, a 19-year-old former student, had been expelled last year for disciplinary reasons. He escaped the scene by blending in with the crowd who was running away, but he was arrested about a mile from the school without incident. As we said, he'd been armed with smoke grenades, a gas, ma- a gas mask, and an AR-15-style rifle. The FBI are asking for people to help. They've set up a tip line for anyone with more information about the shooter. That number is 1-800-CALL-FBI. And people with the blood type O negative are being asked to donate blood. Also, if you are a student or staff at Miami-Dade and Broward County Schools, you can expect to see an increased police presence today. Um, U.S. skier Michaela Schifrin, she won gold in the women's giant slalom. Yes, the Olympics are going on as we're talking about all of this. I will keep you updated on that throughout the morning. Good. Let's do it. This is your hourly reminder to take a deep breath. Absolutely. Uh -uh. And let's talk about something happy because we need that. There's a man named Trenton Lewis who works in Little Rock, Arkansas. He worked at a UPS facility. Now, he didn't have a car, so he walked... 11 miles every morning to get to work and his shift started at 4 a.m. His co-workers bought him a car. Huh. Wow. They banded together, they put their money together and they collected money. They bought him a car so he had a reliable set of wheels because he had a child. He's a young father and uh, he said that his heart fell. He was never ever going to forget this ever. That is the kind of story that we need this morning. And those are your headlines. And thank you for bringing it to us. So I asked the question I always ask at this time every day. You guys ready for your day? Yeah. Yes. Oh, come on. Are you yes. ready for the day? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do it. Elvis. 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 Hi. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Everybody loves a comeback. Even dry hair can have one, too, with new Elvive Extraordinary Oil. Elvive revives dry hair in just one use, leaving your hair healthier, shinier, and 10 times more nourished. From L'Oreal Paris. Available at your local retailer. As we said, today's show is dedicated to schools and everyone in them, everyone who makes them work. If you see something, say something. If see if you see something online, on social media that should be brought up to the attention of someone who should look into it, do it. Today's the day to start living your life like that. Great to the frat boy. Yes, sir. Now, this is usually where we do your uh, game of the day segment. Yes. I think we're going to do something a little different. I'll tell you what we're going to do in a second. Okay. Now, why do you have a stack of Dr. Seuss books with you? Uh... <laughs> I mean, are you are you able to get through Dr. Seuss? All right. Chapter books. Oh, oh, These are my favorite Dr. Seuss books. Okay. And uh, today, coincidentally, I, I have been um, I've been asked by the Gardner Avenue Grammar School in Levittown, Long Island, to show up today and read to the students. Excellent. So they're having a, a really big, you know, assembly, and I am the assembly. So they're going to come out to see me. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so cool. You never knew you'd wake up today and you would be in assembly. Yeah, so so there's this really cool program that's going on. And it may it may be going on in your area. Uh, I'm not sure. It's called PARP, P-A-R-P. And that's picking a reading partner. And what they want is they want, you know, the, the students to pick somebody to, you know, go home with and read and, and, and enjoy a book, open up their minds and be creative and, and just to spend some more time that's reading. That's excellent. So yeah. you're going to go out to promote that today. Yes, but, exactly. But, so you're going to read... Uh, uh, out of Dr. Seuss? I certainly am. Now, of I course, mean, that is, that is heavy reading. No, and I love it. It's a really, my, my absolute favorite, of course, is the legendary Green Eggs and Ham. Uh, right. Yeah, right. Classic. Very much so. Classic, right. Then, of course, I've got Wacky Wednesday, which I love this one. See, I this never read Wacky yeah, Wednesday. I never read 
that one. Oh, everything goes weird on Wednesdays. Like you got to find different things like they have shoes on the ceiling. Maybe like, you know, like the, over here, these girls are walking. They don't have shoes on. But today's okay. a Thursday, so maybe not yeah, that Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, what I thought got? I was torn. I what was else like, you got? What else she got? Um, this is, um, this is, I'll teach my dog a hundred words. Oh, this that's is cute. always good. I love this one too. I'll teach my dog a hundred words. So you're going to take these books out there and you're, you're going to let the kids decide which one you're yeah. going to read to them? Or put me in the zoo, which is always a fun one too. Right. I like that one as well. Dr. Seuss wrote so many he really fantastic did. books. What I like so much about him is that it's not just reading, but you can actually bring some like rap and hip hop into the books because you know, Dr. Seuss rhymes. So I get all the kids to start clapping around and then I try to do like a hip hop rap through the books and it makes them so much more excited. And I get Aww. them to get stand up well, and I'm sure around. you're going to use your years of yeah. street smarts. Yes. <laughs> and years, just, years oh, on, on the rough streets of, 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 of New York City. When I used to read a book, it was kind of like I would just read the words and then that was it. So I always thought, how cool would it be to like put like your your own spin on those those things? Pan, so that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I was going to nice. applaud you. Thank now, you. Thank do you, you. Do you dress like uh, the cat yes. in the hat? So I have I saw I, I have a whole costume. I have a cat, cat costume, and I even have a puppet, which is a cat in a hat uh, puppet as well. So he'll help me out with the kids. That's okay, well, so that, cute. well, that's getting kind of creepy there. But yeah, <laughs> no. go ahead. Now uh, today, I think today of all days, yeah, this is so needed, and it will be so welcome there. Yeah. Please, when you yep. go out to the school, yeah, give our best to all. All the teachers and all the kids, and you yeah. and you say, hey, we're, we're thinking about them. You got it, so, certainly. This so great. rather than doing Great Tees Game of the Day, where we give away some jewelry or T-shirts or whatever. Right, right. Um, there is a website today. Since we're do, uh, we're uh, dedicating today's show to schools and teachers. Yes. Uh, it's called DonorsChoose.org. Have you heard of it? Yes. It's such an amazing program, such an amazing website. Basically, if you want to donate and give money to a good cause, you can go onto the website, search a topic, search a specific teacher, search a school, and then teachers and schools who need funding for different things will put up their project, and you can give money That's directly awesome. to that thing. So it'll be like, um, I have a friend who's a teacher who he needed a keyboard. He's a music teacher. They had no keyboard or piano. So he was like, I can get, I need this $200 keyboard. Right. Raised $200, got the keyboard. That's awesome. It's great. It's donorschoose.org. So there's a lot of different schools teachers in every city USA they're needing projects from like yeah. $50 $200 whatever this is going to be work for you Greg and I know you're going to get mad at me for saying this but listen I'm listen listen closely go ahead I'm going to give you an amount of money oh boy and I want you to go on our behalf to donorschoose.org and I want you to spread it out all over the country. Oh, I want you to awesome. help these teachers out and these students out. All they, right. Look, we all know that teachers aren't in it for the money. No. And you know how much of their own money they spend on things? <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. It's actually a cost to be a teacher. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Because that's how much they love making a difference. Yep. All right. So I'm going to give you an amount of money. And okay. it's going to take a while because these are small increments, like $200, like Bethany was saying, or $500 or sure. whatever. Sure. Are you ready? Yeah. We're giving you $10,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's, that is a fortune. It's going to take a long time. Wow. No, no, it, I, you're going to dedicate a day to this. Okay. Yeah. okay. You okay with that? Yeah, no problem. So uh, you want me to figure out ways to raise this cash and we'll do it in No, 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 we have the cash. We do? Elvis is giving the cash. I'm giving you the yeah. money. You are? You have and to yes. figure out the schools to give it to and what projects you want it donated to. Oh, my God, my heart. Think I'm, about I really it, feel like think about it like this. When you go to Las Vegas That's or you so go to nice. Atlantic City and you play the roulette wheel and you have to put chips down on all those little boxes... That's what you're going to do. Oh, my God. This is so amazing. I love this idea. <laughs> you got work to do. I love this idea. 
Love the idea. All right. This is so great. You got a busy day ahead yeah. of you. So, oh, all right. It changes everything. This is a great. Thank you, Elvis. This is awesome. Good for you. Good for everybody. This is good. <laughs> okay. so you're a good, you're really a good guy. Great team. Yeah. Great team. Great team. All right. All you right, got I'm things to do. I'm now, look, it. if you want to help out, go to donorschoose.org. It sounds like any little bit of money or any whatever amount you can give to help teachers yeah. do their thing. Create their magic. And if you're a teacher, can you go there and uh, sure put can. up your wishes? Absolutely. Yep, that's good, yeah. oh, you better go now before great teams <laughs> yeah, start spending money. <laughs> and I the mean, cool thing, too, is your uh, you, any money you donate is tax deductible. So, they, you know. Oh, look, Big Daddy makes out there, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Greg, come on. Just at random. Don't pick favorites. All right, good. It's it's so great though because if you're in the mood to donate, let's say you have fifty or a hundred dollars that you want to donate, mm-hmm. that is such a huge dollar amount in terms of classrooms. Like if they need Kleenex boxes because they have to get their own tissues, they have to get their own markers and crayons. Hundred dollars for crayons is such a huge amount of money for them, but it may not be huge for what you're looking to donate. It's such a great pairing, and teachers, man. They don't, I don't care what I don't care what you think. They don't make enough. No, no, nope. especially Never now will. they don't make enough. Never no will. way. Froggy, how are you? I'm good. I'm watching you in the camera. You you look a little lost. You you're reading stories and finding out more of what's happening uh, in your neighborhood. I'm doing that, and my son just woke up. I'm I'm texting with him okay. as well too. Well, good. Go do that. Do that. Take yep. care of that. No, I'm good. Things are you know we just like you said we got to just keep moving on. We got to keep doing it, but we can also do our part to help make sure this doesn't happen again. Nope. All right. Thank you very much. Let's take a break. Uh, Danielle, what are you working on today? Uh, I've actually got some more positive things that Drake has been doing, so we're going to talk about that. Drake is, Drake is Dude, just tripping around doing is. all sorts of great this stuff. This guy is amazing. We need, we need about a thousand more Drakes. Seriously. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back. Bindy, bindy, bindy. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Look, it's a scary world we're living in. You know what? You shouldn't have to be worrying about things like your credit being stolen Ugh. or tapped into. You shouldn't have to worry about someone stealing your identity. Well, you need to. LifeLock can help you out. There's a guy we were talking to uh, who had some of his information stolen back in 2014. And LifeLock got in touch with him and said, hey, did you go out and open this account? He's like, no. And you know what? Had LifeLock not been there to see that, God only knows how many other accounts they would have opened. Yep. How much of his life would have been shared to totals Ugh. with total strangers, spending his money, opening accounts in his name? One in four people have experienced identity theft. LifeLock can help detect threats to your identity that you may miss. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. We know that. But you don't have to deal with identity theft on your own. Go to LifeLock.com. Or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. They have people in place who can go to work to do everything humanly possible to get your name back to you because you own it. You own your credit. You own that money. You earned it. Good or bad, you own that credit. Exactly. You own it. Yeah, some credit maybe you want to give to other people. Yeah, well, Here I don't you know. go. You may have very little credit to give. LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK and use the promo code ELVIS and save 10%. That's LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Use the... Code Elvis, save 10%. Hello, lady! Elvis Duran in the morning show. So as you know, a snowboarder, Chloe Kim, had a pretty good week. The women's half pipe, she golded, she did some golds. I was about to say, she golded it out. (laughs) Is that a term? So in honor of her win, David Chang, one of our favorite celebrity chefs, 
used pizza dough, cinnamon sugar, and ice cream to create a churro ice cream sandwich. And he took it to her. Oh, that's so cool. She loved it. That sounds delicious. There you go. The Olympics are going on halfway around the world, right? Mm -hmm. The opposite side of the world. Yeah, they're already in the future. And a lot of of, uh, Team USA, uh, they were online last night talking about their thoughts and prayers and... uh, and desires for what needs to happen after the latest shooting in Florida. So they're on it. They're watching our news as we texted, are watching theirs. Uh, I just texted my sister because she's a high school teacher. Right. Um, and I just said, good luck in school today because, mm-hmm. you know, we think about the children going in. It's also, it, it reminds me of flight attendants. And this is why. We see flight attendants as the people who give us our Coke. Yeah. But these are people who are also trained to save our lives. Right. Who also happen to be giving us coke? Well, that's yeah. Their priority one is to save your life, right? And and that's what teachers are now. Teachers are here to educate the children, but they're also the people who are giving up their lives for your children. And that is not something that they signed up for, but it's something that they're doing. Absolutely. And uh, more and more teachers are the some of the most important people in our society. Um. Yeah, that's why we're we're uh, totally honoring our teachers and all our educators and everyone who works in the school system. Thank you. Yeah. Even in, uh, I call them lunch ladies, <laughs> but it, you don't have to be man, male or female to work yeah. in the lunchroom. No. When I was a kid, it was all lunch ladies. Yeah. And they all yeah. had hairnets. Yep. And they and sometimes they were in a good mood, sometimes yeah, they weren't. Most of the time, they're not the most patient people because when my kids come, can home you from imagine school, serving all those kids? No, I wouldn't be there. And when my kids come home from school, I hear more lunch lady stories <laughs> than anything else. Lunch ladies, we salute you. Yes. <laughs> You're such an important part of the day. Uh, yes, Greg T. What's going on? Listen, what? I, I already spent sixty-five dollars. No, on what? Of the ten grand. You got a we, long way to go. We, we spent it. We went. I sent money to Aloys L. Fitzpatrick Elementary School in Philadelphia, and uh, we gave them sixty-five bucks. They wanted a voice microphone system to enable the students to become active storytellers in the classroom and around the school. How about oh, that? Oh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, it's a, uh, how do you say the name of the school? What do you mean? It says Aloyas. Okay, well, okay. You know what? I'm, I'm sure no matter how you pronounce it, they'll be very grateful. In right. Greg right. world. So, yeah. uh, you know, Brody, since you're the mathematician in the room, he spent $65. How much do we have left? Uh, $9,935. Get to work. All right. It's a lot of spending. All right. It's donorschoose.org. We're helping out teachers getting the getting them the supplies they need for the classrooms. Thank you, Gregory. He's got a long day ahead of him. <laughs> All right, let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle. All right, let's start out with some good deeds from Drake, who we love more and more every single day. His latest teaming with the Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Antonio Brown did something special for a hardworking housekeeper in Miami. She works at the Fountain Blue. We love nice. the Fountain Blue. Her name is Odalie. Uh, she is a mother of five. She commutes four hours on two buses to work every day. Drake saw her profile on Decided to give her a spa day, a dinner at an amazing steakhouse, and a $10,000 shopping spree at a mall. So he's just doing such good things. T.I. is doing something cool, too. He teamed up with Walmart to give out movie tickets to families in Atlanta to watch Black Panther. So apparently they gave like 300 tickets out for this advanced screening, so that's awesome. Uh, Our girl Camila Cabello hitting the road in April. She announced that she's going to be headlining her first solo tour this spring. Never Be the Same Tour, named after the album's first track. It's going to kick off in Canada on April 9th. Head through 
to the U.S. that make European stops in June. And I know everyone here wants to go and see her. Ryan Murphy, did you hear this? Signed an overall deal with Netflix. Could How reach much? as high. Could reach $300 million. Wow. Sources are saying it starts July 1st. So that's why they jacked up our prices. Yeah, exactly. It's a five-year agreement. Murphy and his Ryan Murphy Productions will produce new series and films exclusively at Netflix. And Brody, this one's for you. Coming soon on The Walking Dead, the first naked zombie. Yeah. They've never done this, but I was thinking about it. Do we want to see that? But I was thinking about it. You know, some somebody must have passed away naked and then they turned into a walker. So why are they all closed all the time? They need to be represented. So really, they need to be represented. Well, I hope if it's a guy rigor mortis set in. That's all I could say. Oh, my gosh. Tonight, back, back to you. Tonight, primetime Olympics coverage. The Bachelor Winter Games. You've got some Nashville 2020. Roseanne, the return. Lip sync battle is on. Next hour, yeah, I knew it. The Spice Girls have signed contracts. Oh, oh. they're just messing around with you. I wonder when to say good morning, morning to Jamie. Say good morning to Jamie. Hi, anyway. Jamie. Morning, Jamie. Good morning, Jamie. Hey, how is how you doing? I'm doing okay. Jamie has called to make sure that I know that there are men and women working in school lunchrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I've been doing it for 10 years. I'm only 36 years old, so I'm pretty young. I'm not like what you see on TV where it's all these, uh, you know, 60-year-old people, and they're all grumpy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what's the easiest, like, what's your favorite food to serve? What's the easiest, most efficient food to serve? Well, pizza. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's cardboard. Do you get to eat any of yeah. that square cardboard pizza? Because I always liked it. I did too. Actually, uh, uh, most people don't bring in their own lunch, so all we do is eat school food. Okay. Well, there wow. you go. So, yeah. Jamie, when you were a kid, were there lunch guys or was it just lunch ladies? Well, to be honest, the guys have different responsibilities than the ladies. Mm. They, um, you know, they got to do all the heavy lifting pretty much. And uh, the ladies serve the lunches. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. The guys are pretty, pretty much behind the scenes. You don't really see them. That's why you always see the lunch ladies on the line. Yeah, and the <laughs> lunch ladies are the ones that start yelling at you and tell you you're not going out for recess because you talk too much at lunch. Yeah, Think of all the ladies. kids that they have to be around. I'd be yelling, we, too. We don't rep, we don't reprimand the kids. We just feed them their food, and then that's the, the schools. Uh, they have the people who... who oversee the kids. Excellent. Okay, but be honest. Every <laughs> once in a while, don't you wish you could take an ice cream scoop of mashed potatoes and just sort of accidentally fling it? <laughs> um, depending on the age of the children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Jamie, Jamie, thank you for listening. A lunch a lunch dude. Yeah. A lunch man. A lunchman. <laughs> Tell the lunch ladies on the front line we said hello. And you don't have those floppy arms yet, do you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All right. I just have tattoos, which is a little awkward for a lunch guy. No, no, that'd be that'd be cool to have it someone with some ink back yeah. there serving me some mashed potatoes. All right, Jamie, you tell everyone in the lunchroom thank you very much. And I know that you're doing more than just throwing food at kids. I mean, oh, you know, this this could be the most nutrition nutritious yeah. nutritious meal they get in their day. So you're doing great things. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. All right, Thanks, you, too. you too. All right, stand corrected. It's not a bunch of lunch ladies. And I knew that going in. Yeah. I knew I was asking for trouble. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue because we're so used to saying yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. we got a busy day. Uh, we have Well, we have lots to talk about. We have Iggy Azalea coming in a little after 8 o'clock and maybe a guest or two that we haven't mentioned on the list. Oh. Maybe. Yo. Elvis. What the hell is wrong with him? Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Today's show is dedicated to everyone who works in a school yeah. and everyone who goes to a school. Go to a school, work in a school, 
do anything to get people into the school and keeping people in that school safe. Today's show is all for you. Thank you for what you do. Schools should be there to inspire you and make you excited about the future. Like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Don't freak out. You're in school. Yeah. We're going to f- help you figure this out. People there have your back. They're there for you. They're there They're there to keep you safe as best they can, and they're there to give you some ideas yeah. about what's out there for you. That's a fantastic thing. So today we dedicate our show to everything about schools. Uh, Mandy is a teacher. Good morning, Mandy. Welcome to the Good morning. day. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? What's on your mind and in your heart today? Um, well, you know, I've had better days. Right. Um, I was just, I was driving to school today and I just completely broke down because, you know, as a teacher and as a parent, this is your worst nightmare that has happened in, in Florida and, and has happened at many other places as well. And, um, you know, you just, you know, as a teacher, you have a lot of pressure on you to protect all, all these kids as their family would do. And I just feel so bad for anybody who has to go through something like this. And I just feel like as a parent, you should feel confident that your kid's going to go to school and learn and laugh and come home to you and tell you about it. And as a teacher, you should feel confident that you're not going to make any child in the school building feel like they don't matter toward the point where they should do something so horrific, you know, and it just, it really hits home as a, as a teacher and as a parent. And I just, I just pray for everybody affected by this, you know? Well, you are one of them. You are affected. Hey, Mandy, how old are the kids that you're teaching? I teach third grade. So they're like eight and nine years old. So my, my son is in third grade. Now my, my question is, you know, a lot of times, it's up to the parents, obviously, to talk about these things, especially with younger children, right? I know my older kid will go into school, social studies teacher will probably cover it and discuss, they discuss lots of things. What do you do when a child comes to you and has questions about something like this that is so young? Like how, do, I can't imagine how you handle something like this. Well, um, you know, my philosophy and my teaching style is I try to be as honest as I can. Um, because I feel like if you sugarcoat things, then that's where problems arise. So I say to them, you know, God put them in a certain path for a certain reason and put you in a certain path for a certain reason, and you just need to know the better end of the deal, which way to go. And we pray for the people that are, you know, mentally in that place where they feel that that's the only way out. And if you ever need to talk to somebody or feel like you could be down the wrong path. You need to talk to somebody about it to help you out of it. Um, and I just tell them, you know, when you come to school, you're, you're always should feel safe. I always will protect you no matter what. Um, you know, I had to actually deal with this last year. We had a situation where we had a lockdown and, um, you know, I had to keep it together for them because they were scared. And then I just, I just told them, you know, um, some people just, mentally they're they're on a different path than other people are and you just need to try to do the right thing and and pray for the people who who did it and the people who were affected by it you know that's i mean wow. that's really all you can say about it yeah. you know well you oh. are very brave Amazing. and wonderful to you. i wish i had you as a teacher in third grade i had miss <laughs> mcmurray 
She was. Oh, was that third grade? Oh, she was not. She was no fun at all. Mm. But I never really thought about you know if something, God forbid, something happened. Would Miss McMurray? Would she try to help me out? I don't think so. <laughs> I think she would. Things oh, have changed. I, I think you would have seen a good side of Miss McMurray. I don't know. I don't know if she had one. <laughs> of course she did, and I'm I'm over exaggerating. But Mandy, thank you. God bless you, and I hope you have a great day today. You go in and do what you obviously were put on this earth to do and inspire these kids. Hey, what do you need for your classroom, by the way? Um, you know, I'm I'm blessed to have came into this this classroom with a lot of stuff. Okay, but you know. Crayons and pencils and scissors and markers, those things are always needed every day, all day. Is it okay if we send you some stuff? That would be wonderful. All right, well, hold on. Hold on one second. Uh, she's on line 23. Can you just get her get her information? Would you? You don't mind? Okay, good. Let's send her some stuff. Speaking of sending stuff, Greg yeah. T. All right, man. Now, this morning, we gave you a budget. Yep. We said go to donorschoose.org because teachers around the country have said they need this. They need that. They need all these supplies and tools to make their day work in inspiring kids and taking care of them and teaching them. That's so right. what have you donated so far? Well, it's a pretty amazing website, I and mean, there's trips on there. There's tablets. There's things that they really need, uh, going trips to museums. But what I've so far just started with is we gave to Mrs. Welch's uh, project. It's the ADHD Assistant uh, Through Flexible Seating, and that is going to go to Magna, Utah, to the uh, Copper Hills Elementary School. How much do they need? $79.73. You know what's amazing to me? <clears throat> $79 isn't really, if you right. think about it, a lot of money. And the fact that they have to start a page because they really can't get $79. That's crazy. They need $79. $79 well, should guess be what? available. They just got $79. Right. All right, all right. Who else? Who else? We gave $311.41. That's a big tab. This was tablets for creating critical thinkers. And this went to Miss Bertucci's class. Uh, this is at the J.C. Ellis K-8 through School in Metairie, uh, L.A. It's in Los it's, Angeles. It's, no, it's not. It's Metairie, Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, L.A. stands I'm learning for, a lot about these schools. Yeah, I know. Yeah, L.A. in the state uh, column stands for Louisiana. And that Metairie, that's right next to New Orleans. All right, that's right a good a, one. Right across the water. We gave uh, $70.02 for, compo <laughs> for co composition booklets for all. And this went to Mrs. Mint's project at the Walter Reed Middle School in North Hollywood, California. All right. And we gave $465.13 for iPads for learning support, uh, and this went to the Mrs. Cheney's Project, and it's the uh, Edward Hand Middle School in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. W-L-A-N. Listen, all right, great tea, fantastic job. Pretty good. All right, so how much have you spent so far? Brody, how much? Uh, you spent $990 and some change I didn't add up. So how much do we have left? Uh, what do we have? 9000 <laughs> $81, roughly. All right. You this got is work really to do. awesome. Really right. awesome. You are awesome. Thank no, you, Greg. You're awesome for donating. No, you you're awesome. It's you. You're the awesome one. <laughs> no, you're awesome. No, stop it. Okay, go away. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank $1, you very $1, much. It, it's donorschoose.org if you want to help out teachers around our country, uh, help them get the supplies they need to be as effective as possible. Uh, let's see. We have a little over $9,000 left. Yeah. Jeez, nice. you got a lot of money left. Once again, as I want to say every time we open the mics today, if you see something, say something. If you see something online, social media, and it is so, so obvious, it's a cry for help or it's a warning sign. It's a blinking warning light on the dashboard. You've got to do something. Yeah. Don't let it go by. Uh, we were reading the story about this kid in Florida. 
he basically told students he wanted to kill people. Yep. It was on his Instagram page. Froggy, yeah. right? His Instagram page was ridiculous. Yeah, they uh, they sent a screenshot of it last night I'd seen, and it's got just it's got advertisements for guns. It's got pictures of him with masks on and guns. I mean, that was really – he was obsessed with guns, and that they're now saying the authorities, the more they dig deeper into his social media footprint, that it is very concerning and very disturbing. So if you see that – I mean, that these are the obvious signs. Yeah. These are the most obvious of signs. Sometimes you're not going to see signs this obvious, but whoa, mm-hmm. this was a, ne- a flashing neon sign. And you're not yeah, going to get. This isn't in- a case of anybody who said, "Well, I never suspected it from this this kid." Almost everybody they've talked to said that he was troubled. He had lots of disciplinary problems, and he was obsessed with guns. What were you saying, Bethany? Um, and you're never going to get in trouble for raising a concern. No, you know, if you say like, "Ah, oh, this person's making me nervous. I just I see these things, and I think it's a warning sign." You could be saving so many lives. And most of the time, like we said, it's an, an anonymous. So you, no one's going to find out it was you that went and said anything. They don't go out and, you know, blurt your name out. They just want to know so that they can do something or look into it. Absolutely. What's up, Scary? I'm just so saddened by what happened yesterday in Parkland. And I, after getting the details and the facts and seeing some of it, and then I get these notifications nonstop on my phone, is, I just want to know if it's wrong that I cope with these tragedies by avoidance, because I reach my limit. I, tu- I turn off the social media, I shut off the notifications, I shut off the TV, and then I start occupying, actively trying to occupy my time doing other things to take my mind off it. But then I turn around and then I feel guilty about it. That don't, don't feel it. guilty. It's like a struggle. Like don't don't feel guilty. Struggle. No, no, don't you, feel guilty. That's, that's okay. You have to take care of yourself, but you also have to take accountability when there are times that you can do something. If there's a way that you feel about this... When it comes time for elections, you do have to take responsibility for voting for the person that you believe in. You can't avoid that stuff because you do have a responsibility there. But as far as mental health goes, you have to make sure that you take the breaks you need because you, you're not doing anybody any good by getting mired down in it either. Right. I turned off the news for a little while last night and had a romantic Valentine's uh, <laughs> dinner with myself. Do you know what I did? What? I snuck in a corner and ate a cake pop. Okay. Cake but, pop. but I snuck because everybody would have wanted my cake pop in my house. And so I wanted to keep it to myself. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> Don't be ashamed of eating your cake ashamed. pop. I'm a little ashamed. I made a romantic dinner. I, I boiled three raviolis. Yeah. <laughs> That's real romantic. Does that sound weird? Did you make it in heart shape? No, just square. <laughs> I had raviolis I, I by myself. Took, I did go into the um, refrigerator yesterday, and we have leftover ravioli, and I will open it up and take one out with my fingers and right. eat it cold. You do it's that. so good. And after a while, they're all gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where'd they go? If you eat them one at a time, it's not like you ate a bunch. No. It's just one at a time. So avoidance, you know, I don't, I don't think taking a break is the same as avoidance. Scary. I think you're okay. Yeah. Taking a break is probably what I meant to say. I don't avoid it all together. Because you know what? When you go back, it'll still be there for you, and you can catch up. Because it is important to be aware, and it's important to have feelings for people who are going through such an awful, awful struggle. It's important. It's part of the human condition. It makes makes us all appreciate the bright, sunny days even more, right? Yep. You're okay, Scary. Let's get into the headlines. The latest from Bethany, with a lot of help coming uh, up I-95 from Froggy. 
What is going on right now, Bethany? The gunman has been officially charged with 17 counts of premeditated murder and booked into Broward County Jail. We're also hearing this morning that back in September, a YouTube vlogger alerted the FBI that the suspect had left a comment on one of his videos saying he was, quote, going to be a professional school shooter. The FBI followed up with the vlogger, but that was the last he heard of it until the shooting happened. Also, one student told the local WJXT news channel that students in the high school had joked that the suspect would one day shoot up the school. His online and social media presence were so disturbing where he often flaunted his firearms. So let's learn from that. There you go. Yep. There's, there's a learning point right there. Seriously. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it's okay. Uh, one of the heroes we're hearing about is football coach and security guard Aaron Fees. He was shot while shielding students during the massacre. He literally threw himself on top of some of his students to protect them. U.S. skier Michaela Schifrin uh, won gold in the women's giant slalom, adding some more hardware to the U.S. numbers. McDonald's will soon be removing cheeseburgers and chocolate milk from its Happy Meal menus. The goal is to cut down on the calories, sodium, saturated fat, and sugar that kids are eating. You'll still be able to specifically request those items in the, in the Happy Meal, but they won't be listed as options on the menu because they're trying to cut down on the number of people who order them. This is your hourly reminder to take a deep breath. And I love this story so much. There's a bakery in Yonkers, New York called Grayston Bakery, and they will hire anyone. Now they bake 35,000 pounds of brownies a year for Ben and Jerry's ice cream, but they're more focused on their employees than they are on profits. People with less than perfect credentials, like lack of education or work experience, criminal records or homelessness, can have a hard time landing a job, but Grayston has an open hiring policy. So job, job seekers come in, they put their name on a list, and then when a job is available, they're given an opportunity. Uh, they've been doing this for 35 years. The CEO said, we bake brownies to hire people. We don't hire people to bake brownies. That's wow. Is that where you're going Monday? That's I'm um, going to work there, right. man. I didn't know where you're going. They'll hire anyone. Look, <laughs> Even you, me. You got a job. <laughs> Thank you, Bethany. Yes. You know what? We need a phone tap. Yep, oh, yeah. yeah. We need a phone tap. We need a Bethany phone tap. Yes. Bethany, it's up to you. Okay. The happiness of our listenership is on your shoulders. Oh, God. It's up to you. What's scary? How about a moment with Mrs. Waxman? Excellent. <laughs> That's coming up next. The morning, the, the morning Show's official YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Elvis Duran Show, and subscribe today. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, American Express and Hilton have great new cards with awesome benefits for card members, and they want to give someone a trip to New York to see Charlie Puth live. Visit ElvisDuran.com to enter and get rules, and check out card benefits. Terms apply. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. I love a phone tap. What do you have going on? Lauren wants to phone tap her roommate, Ashlyn. The girls are throwing a huge Halloween party today, so they put flyers up throughout the co-op that they live in. So they have a downstairs neighbor who's always banging on her ceiling, which is their floor when they're noisy. So Lauren wanted me to call as that old lady. Oh, God. Confronting Ashlyn about the upcoming party. Don't you hate neighbors like that? Yep. All right. Well, here we go. Let's see what happens in today's Bethany phone tap. Let's listen in. Hello? Hello. Is this one of the young ladies in apartment? Who's this? This is your downstairs neighbor, Mrs. Waxman. How did you get my number? I saw the flyer that you have in the lobby of our building about the party that you're having this weekend. Yeah? Is this going to be a sex party? What? I'm concerned about the noise level that will be coming from this party. Are you going to be playing that sex music? 
What are you talking about? What's sex music? I'm concerned because Friday night is the night that I like to watch my Law and Order, and I'm concerned that I will miss it because it will be too noisy upstairs. I think it'll be fine, but, you know, everybody's having parties. It's Halloween. If you have a party upstairs, I will call the police. I will tell them that you have drugs. Are you kidding me? But we're not. We're just having a regular party. You are disrespectful, young ladies. You are always loud. You upset my cats. Oh, my God. We're not loud. We're barely home. The sex noises are loud. Oh, my God. We don't have sex noises. What are you talking about? What's Instagram? Is that a kind of drug? Is that a drug reference? No. It's pictures. What are you talking about? We can have a party if we want. No. No party. Your party will be canceled. We're going to have this I don't care what you think. Maybe I'll stand outside your door in my house coat and tell them that it is a terrible party. Well, maybe they'll think you're the scariest thing there because you'll look like a freak. You know what? You're, you're crazy. You're a crazy old lady. You're a slut. What? I'm not a slut. You don't even know me. You're one of those sex sluts that has sex for money at your parties. No, I'm not. You know what? I see all the boys that are always going up there for sex or the drugs. Are you a wacko? We are not having sex and doing drugs. You go ahead and complain to management. I'm going to tell them all about your party. They already know about the party. It's in the elevator. It's not a secret. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell them that there were drugs. Who's going to believe you? You're in dementia land. Your party is canceled. I am canceling your party. Stop it and leave me alone. My eggs are boiling. I have to go. I'm going to call you back. Don't call me back. Lauren, are you there? Yeah, I am here. She's insane. She's calling me. Okay, don't answer She's it. No, no, no. Let, okay. it, let it go to voicemail. Okay. okay. Okay, we're going to call her back, okay? Okay. <laughs> Hello? Hi. You have no idea what I've just been through. That old lady. What? She called. She said she was going to cancel the party. She said she was going to call the police oh and say we have drugs and are we doing the sex? I mean, she's a nut job. You have... Oh my god, I'm losing okay. my mind. Calm calm down. I mean I hope you were have like a, a calm conversation with her. She's really old. How can you have a calm right. conversation with her? She is a wacko. Listen, maybe we should listen to her and actually not have this party. I mean Are you kidding me? No. No. No 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 no. I don't, no, 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 I don't no. think we're gonna get in trouble. We are not gonna cancel this party. No. No, but like her. her Lauren. She can't get us in trouble. Who's gonna believe her? She's a Nuts. She's crazy, I Lauren. Like, I know. Sometimes crazy gets results, though. I no. Like she could really Lauren, like no. No. We should have her come to the party. Be a Just have her lay there. I don't know what you're talking about right now, but I She's feel crazy. like maybe we should like make some cookies for her and bring what? her down and try to like appease no. her a little bit. Yeah, maybe. with like diarrhea medicine. We could give her something to make her poop. Oh I hate her. God. I hate her. We, you could like try reading to her or something. What? Are you not going to read to Is her? Is this on... That sounds like fun. Is this? Are these the sluts? This is Mrs. Waxman. What? What the <laughs> f- is going on, <laughs> Ashlyn? Why is this Waxman with you? Why are you? Oh my God! What is going on? It's Bethany from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. It's not Mrs. Waxman. You're being phone tapped. <laughs> kidding me? Take a deep breath. Oh my God! I love you. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> Oh my god. We're having a like party. party. We're having a party. We're having a party. What time should I show up? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I'll be there at five. <laughs> I love Mrs. Is Mrs. Waxman? Yeah. We love her. Thank so you. funny. <laughs>
This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, as we remind you, as much as we can today, if you see something, say something. If someone on social media scares you by what they're posting, trust your gut. Trust your gut. Err on the side of caution. And don't think someone else will say something. Like, oh, probably somebody else will call that in or will say something. No. Mm -mm. Down in Florida, this kid, I mean, it could not have been more obvious. You know what? And, uh... It was so obvious that the person who pulled this trigger is responsible. He is responsible for pulling that trigger. He is. Yep. At the same time, the trigger he pulled was on such a powerful, powerful piece of artillery. It just, he shouldn't have had it. Mm-hmm. So there are so many things at play here. What's up, Frog? I saw a tweet that says he was expelled, accused of abusing his girlfriend, <clears throat> killed animals, treated for mental health issues. Threatened teachers, posted pics of himself with firearms on social media, yet was still able to legally buy a firearm. I tell you. The signs were there. The signs were there, definitely. When you go to buy, like, I don't know anything about buying a firearm. When you go in to buy one or go online, do they do an in-depth search on your profile? Because if they had, wouldn't they have seen his Instagram and all his, the stuff that is around? Yeah, Um, it's different state by state. Is it? Um, You know, but a criminal background check, for example, isn't going to pull up your Instagram. Right. And there are so many ways, so many other ways to get this gun other than through legitimate, you know, gun sales. Yeah. Uh, As a friend of mine said on Twitter this morning, and hear me out, by the way, hear me out. I'm not saying, I'm not going to sit here and just blindly say gun control, gun control. There's more to it than that truly is. My friend said, you can't take guns away from all law-abiding citizens, but consider making it harder to get high-powered assault rifles can't be a bad thing. Deeper background mental health checks are needed. More training when getting these guns would be a great start. It won't stop it, but it would help. So until we figure out how to keep these guns out of the hands of people who are 100% 100% responsible for pulling those triggers. I totally agree. Until we figure that out, we've got to figure something else out to get us there. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I don't and, know. And I do also want to say something about mental health because this person, there was clearly something going on, but that doesn't mean that everybody with mental health issues is someone not to be trusted. And that's why we also need to take away the stigma from mental health because- People are afraid to speak up, go and get help for themselves, admit it to their family because they're afraid they're going to be seen as dangerous or unstable or, you know, not fit to fit into society. That's not that's not the case. Very good point. I would say a very small percentage of people with mental health issues are people who are dangerous. And even those people can get better with medication, with therapy, with treatment. So. Don't be afraid. If you feel like something is going on with you or something is going on with someone you love, do not be afraid to get help because it will change your life. It's changed mine. I have been open in the past about having mental health issues. I deal with it every day. But you get help. It's just like anything. It's like having diabetes. You get help. There's no shame in it. You you have to treat yourself every day and take care of yourself every day. 
same thing. No shame in it. Just get help. You're, so, you're not responsible for having mental health issues, but right. you're responsible for taking action. It's so easy. If you break an arm, you immediately call the doctor. Yeah, right. Yep. right. If you have a heart attack, well, maybe I should go see a doctor. Yeah. You it's know what? Different. Going through uh, mental health problems, having mental illness of any kind, it's not that simple if you're in the middle of it. Right. So even if you think maybe there's a chance you could use some help, go out yeah. there and be and be proud of yourself for doing it. Yeah. Yep. Stand up for yourself. Advocate for yourself. Today, we are dedicating our show to the teachers and the students and everyone who makes a school work. It's all about schools. A school should be a place, as I said earlier, where you can't wait to get there, see your friends, talk about some new music you downloaded, talk about where you're going this weekend. Oh, look, where'd you get those shoes? Those shoes are cool. Oh, I have a teacher who actually is looking out for me. I have a teacher who is inspiring me who actually makes me excited about what I'm going to do in the future. I don't know what it's, what it's going to be, but they're making me look at all the possibilities of what's waiting for me in my life ahead. That's what school should be. School shouldn't be a place you're afraid to go to. So everyone who has anything to do with getting kids to school, keeping them there, keeping them safe, inspiring them, feeding them nutritious meals when they may not be getting it at home, mm-hmm. we salute you today. Hi, Peter. How are you doing? Hi, what's going on, Elvis? How what? are things today for you? I think the things for us are fantastic. It, these shows are, are are very, very, very difficult to do, but you know what? It's an honor and a privilege to come in here and do it. I'm thinking about what it's like being a parent or a teacher today. That's those are the people who are having a very challenging day. And that's why we want to dedicate our show to anyone and everyone who has to do with educating our our kids and keeping them safe. So, uh, what do you want to talk about, Peter? I just wanted to say thanks so much for donating. I was driving in the car talking to my mom like I normally do every morning. And my colleague said that you uh, donated the rest of the money for the donor's shoes for the clarinet reads. And I said, I got to call this guy immediately. So I happened to get through, and I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and from my students. That really means a lot. You didn't have to do it, I know, and you did it, and thanks so much. It's really a wonderful thing that you did. Well, hold on, Peter. Peter, so we, we donated to your That's entry so on the, awesome. on the donor choose, donorschoose.org page? Yeah, one of my colleagues actually texted the, the um, information to you guys. Right. Amazing. Uh, her name, and uh, I was her name is Mary Lynch. And uh, all of a sudden, my phone started going crazy. Again, text and your donor's shoes is done. It's done. It's done. I said, Yay! Who did it? What's All right. So, Peter, remind me, what was it you were looking money for uh, in your class? We were looking for clarinet reeds because my clarinet players tend to eat the reeds in the, uh, instead of playing with them. Yeah, yeah. they're, young. You know, they're and gentle they're, objects. They're young. You know, they're young, they're little, and they're still learning how to use them. So we go through them very, very fast. So um, I put up for about, I think it was seven or ten boxes of reeds, and, and you guys did it there. So hats off to you guys. That's Aww. amazing. You know, Bethany, now how much how much do we donate to your, 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 read, uh, your read page? If I'm correct, I think it was like three and change, about three fifty. Three hundred bucks. Wow. Well, as you know, our own Bethany is a clarinetist. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I hope we she brings use, her clarinet in tomorrow. I will be, yes. We could use her in my school. Tell her to come down to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have some free time coming yeah. up. So maybe yeah, I'll. absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah reeds are reeds are so gentle, and it's so easy to break them. Even when you're not a little kid, I break reeds all the time, and it's so frustrating. 
She's always on that clarinet. We can't get her to put it down. <laughs> well, Peter, it is our honor, and it, it, absolutely, we are so thrilled that we could uh, we could help you in your class out. And uh, we're urging everyone to go to Donors Choose. Uh, jo- <laughs> DonorsChoose.org. There are teachers around the country who need all all different uh, amounts of money to help them do what they need to do in their classrooms, just like Peter. Peter, we're so proud to know you. Thanks for listening to us. Hey, thanks so much, man. Have a great day today, guys. Absolutely. Yeah, we, t- we told uh, Greg T, $10,000, go spend it. And he thinks, oh, that'll be easy. Well, no, yeah. no, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, what's this? Greg T. Oh, Greg T. Roundhead, how are you? Did you hear that? Yes, I did. So what happened was I was getting ready to buy something and Bethany was walking out to go to the restroom and Bethany said, don't forget, you know, musicals and like arts and entertainment. And I said, oh, my God, you're right. So then Andrew pulled up this school that said, how about this with music? Oh, look at that. Right before I left. Yeah, the clarinet player. She's in there lobbying (laughs) for money to go to clarinet classes. I just said the arts. Yeah. He chose the clarinet, yeah, you're, which is a good instrument. Of course, absolutely. It's one of the finest. It's not a double reed, but <laughs> no. it's okay. That's goodness, because o- those are even more expensive. That's the oboe. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. congratulations, T. Uh, you're, you're, you're making a difference today, okay? Well, but I want to say that you're doing it. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's not me. It's not me. Thank you. Go read to the kids. No, it's not me. It's you. Uh, it's you. Just take the spotlight. Stop it. I'm just the... I'm just the guy pushing the buttons. I love you. So Iggy Azalea is going to be with us in the uh, Mercedes-Benz interview lounge. Is she here yet? Uh, She's about to walk in. All right, Iggy Azalea. She's got some new music out. Haven't seen her since uh, Miami Beach Gay Pride. Yeah, that's right. She actually sent a tweet out several weeks ago saying, hey, let's go do it again. Yeah, she wanted to, yeah. But she has some music. We've got to talk to her about that. Lots going on. And also a special guest coming by to say farewell to Bethany. Who could that be? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. All right, let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle, what's going on? All right, we've got some more good deeds from Drake. His latest, teaming up with Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Antonio Brown to do something special for a hardworking housekeeper in Miami. She works at the Fountain Blue. We love the Fountain Blue. Her name is Odalie, and she's a mother of five. She commutes four hours on two buses to work every day. Drake saw a profile on her, said, you know what? She needs a day. So he gave her a spa, massage day, dinner at this amazing steakhouse, and a $10,000 shopping spree. So it's so cute. There's a picture of her, like, sipping a little cocktail. She looks so happy. I love it. Love it, love it. So Wendy Williams, we were saying this before, when she takes a day off, she really doesn't take a day off. Nope. But she posted a video explaining why she canceled her shows this week. She said she doesn't have the flu yet, but she is feeling flu-ish. And so she, I guess, wants to rest so that it doesn't get any worse. So she Smart. needs to take some time off. Um, so I don't know if you saw Fifty Shades Freed, but oh boy, there is a scene where Christian puts a scoop of ice cream in certain areas on Anastasia Steele. Yes. Gynecologists would like you to know not a good idea to put food there because you could get an infection. Don't don't Just be saying. putting things there. You should don't yeah. be putting jade eggs. <laughs> don't be putting ice cream. Does it, what, doesn't it depend on the flavor? I. I, I I'm not sure. So no, no flavors allowed. No, don't okay. be putting things there that you shouldn't be putting there. <laughs> this is hard. This is, well, I don't even just, know. So just, Rocky Road is not allowed? No, probably not. No Chunky Monkey? No, no Neapolitan? Oh, really? No Chubby Hubby? Okay, oh. stop. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fifth Harmony canceled next month's concert tour in Australia due to so-called scheduling requirements. Uh, the group offered ticket buyers a refund. You know Normani recently signed with her own manager. Yesterday, she had a little uh, collaboration, Love Lies that got released so I don't know hopefully uh, everything is good with the ladies Um, it is they're all working they're all doing their thing so Dua Lipa 
add her name to the list of potential James Bond-themed singers. Nice. And put her in the mix for an on-screen role, too. It looks like it could happen. There's a few names being monitored, being tossed around, and she's one of them. She is absolutely breathtaking. I mean, when you look at her, so she would be such a cool... Bond girl, like, you know, she really would. That would be so awesome. So we'll see. Primetime Olympics coverage tonight. The Bachelor uh, the Bachelor Winter Games. Nashville is on 2020. Roseanne, the return. And we have a little lip sync battle for you. All right. Thank you, Danielle. Mm-hmm. So, um, hmm. Who could be the, who could the mystery guest be that's coming up to see Bethany off? Huh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And what could be my big surprise for you tomorrow? Not letting the door hit me on the ass on my way out? No, we'll let that happen. <laughs> no, 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 and you, you'll kick it back open. No. She'll be like, I'm not done yet. You know what? You're, I, I, I want tomorrow to be such a great day for you. I want you to come back and leave more. <laughs> <laughs> my goal is to, to not cry. That's my goal. My oh. goal is to not cry tomorrow. Who cares? Just let it, whatever. Oh. Why do you don't want to cry? Why I don't want to cry? Why, did, why don't you want to cry? Why not I don't want to cry? I don't want to cry because I don't. I just, I'm exhausted. I, this, I'm excited about the future, but it's so bittersweet. It's so damn bittersweet. And you guys have been my family for five and a half years and it's not easy to leave the nest. So it's scary and exciting and sad and happy and horrible and wonderful. Sounds like a day at the office. It is, really. <laughs> You'll just be down the block, so we can come by there. Yeah, I mean, literally. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just not Danielle's going to call you at 3.30 in the oh, morning anyway. Damn so. right. On Monday morning, I am. Hey, so, it, you're awful. hey speaking oh, of yeah, uh, right. you, you joining us, of course, she's a Wisconsin gr- uh, girl. Yeah. Uh, why is today National Wisconsin Day? I don't know. We'll I, find out. Is it the day Wisconsin became a state? Wisconsin became a state in 1848. 1848 right? Uh, Ooh, how did that's I know a rhyme. That? Wisconsin became a state in 1848. That's how we learned it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. In Wisconsin history class. <laughs> so, you know, so yeah, why is today is also a Singles Awareness Day, which you're celebrating? Yeah, it's a big day for me today. It's National Gumdrop Day, which I haven't figured that out. Oh, it's the 15th? Oh, it's, it's payday for a lot of people. It is. I looked yep. this morning and said, thank goodness. Here it is. It's already gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I looked like, and said, Where they, I thought we got paid. Where'd it go? I know. <laughs> Wait, I looked this morning and tried to figure out how much I would actually have left at the end of the day. <laughs> Our paycheck is like, Bethany, it just shows up, then it leaves. It's gone. Oh, I wish I had a paycheck last for five years. That'd be nice. Yeah, right? So what's it, National Wisconsin Day, what is it? It's... It might be the day it became a state. This is not helping me. What day did Wisconsin become a state? It's got to be the day it joined the union. It has to be. Hey, I love this commercial we're playing. While you're looking that up, have you heard the the Charmin Ultra Strong commercial? Oh, yes. Look, look, it's it's very, it's rarely a commercial like wakes me up and says, I'm a commercial that's kind of cool. They say you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom. So here at Charmin, we decided to sing about it. No ifs or just clean her butt. Charmin Ultra Strong, oh yeah. Ultra Strong gives me the cleaner than average honey. It's super shiny. <laughs> My honey, so Charmin shiny. My honey, so Charmin shiny. shiny. My honey, so Charmin shiny. My honey. We all go. Why not? Enjoy the time. 
I'm just, it's a great commercial, but like, I don't usually shine my hiney. Your hiney is charm and shiny. Well, maybe that's what you're doing wrong, Danielle. Can you look like well, you can see your reflection in my hiney? I know, but, but I got to be honest. Out of all the selections you could make uh, whilst on the toilet paper aisle, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing Charmin because I, of that commercial. True. And, and it actually works. And you know, as you're walking out of the grocery store with your Charmin, you're singing it. Yeah. Is your hiney Charmin shiny? Uh, yes, Wisconsinite Bethany. Okay, so it is not the day that Wisconsin became a state in 1848. However, according to nationalcalendarday.com, following Independence Day 2017, National Day Calendar is going to be giving a national day to each state in the order that they entered the union. So, like, starting July 4th of last year... right they're starting to recognize the states one at a time in the order they entered. So it's really not specifically based on anything. So February 15th has nothing to do with any, Wisconsin. No. It, it's February. I mean, we enjoy it as a day. It is, it's a day in Wisconsin. Yeah. Huh. I, want to, I want everyone listening to us in the state of Wisconsin to listen to this question. Wisconsinites, is your hiney Charmin shiny? <laughs> <laughs> they say you shouldn't talk about going Let's to the bathroom. So here at Charmin, we decided to sing about it. No ifs or ands, just clean her butt. Charmin Charmin Is your Heine Charmin shiny? Do you think she had to audition for that? I was thinking uh, what the process was for that. Right. Like, you think she walked in and she's like this serious singer, and they're like, here's the lyrics. And she's like, what the? Is that what you're doing when you leave here for tomorrow? You're going to start doing jingles for Charmin? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> My Heine is Charmin shiny. Maybe oh, Iggy will sing to us when she comes in. Oh, yeah. She'll be thrilled. <laughs> That's an earworm. That's an earworm to me. Uh, you. Uh, all right. Is it okay to take a break? All right, so Iggy Azalea, hopefully she's coming in next. Hey, it's Dan Mason, official life coach of the Elvis Duran Morning Show, on a mission to help you discover your life's purpose. Find out how each week on my brand new podcast, Life Amplified. You can listen for free on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. With identity theft, what you can't see can hurt you. But LifeLock can actually see threats to your identity. Stuff you can miss by just monitoring your credit. And if something happens, U.S.-based specialists can work to fix it. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code Elvis to save 10% now. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So many great things about what we do for a living. It's great to... Meet the artists, talk to them about their music, and play their music for the first time and watch them hear it for the first time on the radio. It's also great to be on the front of a float in the Miami Beach Gay Pride Parade with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so with Iggy Azalea, we've done all of it. That's right. She's back. Woo! We've got music to talk about. Please welcome Iggy Azalea. Woo! Yay! Oh! Yay! <laughs> I love it. How are you guys? Are you wearing latex today? Or is it leather? Um, what is that? Something kind of shiny. It's very shiny. <laughs> Have a seat. We're on the radio. Watch your Ooh. language. Watch your foul language. Oh, I will, darling. I haven't seen you since we were on a float in a parade. I know, and it was so much fun. I'm just making sure. Sorry. She's on. She's I on told everybody that I'm here. I know. See, you're experiencing what I'm experiencing. If you I'm need to sure. send, if you need something out, send something out on social media and talk at the same time. It's very difficult. Yeah, yeah you're multitasking. Yeah, I told everybody. Okay, there. <laughs> nice. All right. Hey, good, good to see you. Sorry, I had to make sure. I had to make sure. How was the Knicks game last night? Um, it was really good. I was sad that they lost because I really thought that the Knicks had that to the very end. 
Well, that's why we all watch the fourth quarter, isn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> some, yeah, that's happen. the fun thing. Sometimes people leave before the fourth quarter because they think it's ugh, there's no way they're going to win. Oh, no. Then, I'm it, well experienced in fourth quarters and what can happen in them. Right. <laughs> Over the years, so I know to stick around. So well, last time we saw it, Iggy, we were on a float with her. That's we were. Right. <laughs> it was that, a lot of fun. That was a ton of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and But a lot has happened since then. Yeah. We, well, maybe that was two years ago now? It was two years yeah. ago. Yeah. We can have flies. You just tweeted out you wanted to do it again. And I do want to do it again. <laughs> Is that your first time on a float? Uh, yes, period. Yeah, I feel like everyone should be on a float at some point in their life. That yeah. like needs to be a bucket list item. because It was fun. I feel like next time we need to plan our float together, though, because I feel like we should have had matching outfits. <laughs> and I tried. Yeah, we need to we need to communicate beforehand. I don't know. I think you took away some of my shine on the float a little bit. Well, that's because we didn't have matching outfits, darling. So. Okay. You, you really cut it out. Every time I tried to wave at the crowd, she would jump in front of it. It would be fabulous. That's okay. It's in your nature. It's all Sorry. good. Sorry. Oh, in my so, nature. No, it's in your nature to shine. There's well, nothing wrong with that. Never apologize for that. You're a superstar. So let's talk about, what are you eating? I hear it. A cough drop. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to chew it so it's over with. <laughs> Are you, have you, the flu and all of the horrible sicknesses have been going around. Have you caught any of that or have you sort of been able to stay under the radar? Uh, it's up for debate. I've been in California. It's 85 degrees. I've been having pool parties. I got to Chicago. Uh, I was here yesterday in New York. I was in Chicago the day before. I just woke up this morning and I cannot stop sneezing. Yeah. Oh, so. oh great. Well, thanks for sitting so close to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you should kiss her. If you could just spray a sneeze on me, that'd be awesome. I don't feel sick or anything yet, but I just had a sneeze attack in the car and then I thought, cough drop. <laughs> well, that, I, I love the smell of, of halls in the morning. It's all good. Here's some Kleenex. Thank uh, I won't touch it. That would wipe my makeup off my face. So I'm not. I, <laughs> <laughs> Oh she would, she'd rather have mucus coming out her nose than wipe off her makeup. <laughs> okay. And she she drop kicked a Kleenex box across the room. Absolutely not. All right, no, the makeup. You got up early for that because you look. This you look, beat is not getting wiped off my face. You look fabulous. Nothing. Well, let's talk about music, Iggy. Let's I talk mean, about it. Yeah, it, it's been a while since uh yes. since we've. I, I think it's been a long time. Switch? See, I love Switch. I downloaded oh, it. Soon. I, I was just playing it in the room like five minutes ago. The oh, unedited version, though. Of course. <laughs> the unedited version. Yeah, yeah the non-radio version with, with the, the swears. You know, the, the word. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did say, oh, I forget that I like to cuss a lot. Well, see, that's the thing. Iggy, in real life, we all we all use you know every word needed to use you know to in the vocabulary. I know yeah, but some words have to be used in this in this world in radio. It's just like we're we're sort of squelched. I know. From I using know. the best words ever. I'm good at it on the radio though. I'm just not good at it in the studio because I'm not thinking about that kind of thing. I'm just thinking about writing my music. But right. funnily enough, my new song Savior actually has not one cuss word in it, and I didn't even do that on purpose. It just didn't end up having any. And a lot of people were asking me when it came out, where's the explicit uh, version? And I was like, there isn't one. They felt cheated. Yeah, yeah. I think they felt a little cheated. I was like, no, there's just, you can't have a song about like a higher power and then like have a bunch of cuss words. It just, just doesn't work. Yeah. That makes sense. So you sat, you sat down, Quavo's in, 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 on the, in the circle, and you both, you, it, it wasn't like, let's agree just not to use any foul language because it is about a higher, higher power. <laughs> well, when, sa when Savior was played to Quavo, it was like 90% finished so I think he had an idea 
that the cussing was out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And he added some words to the hook. The, the hook was kind of already like a little bit together and he added his kind of finishing touch, but no cuss words. When you're, uh, when you're uh, working with another artist, mm-hmm. you're playing music you want them to be a part of or they play music to you that they want you to be a part of. Yeah. Is there ever a, you want to be polite, but you're thinking, ah, I don't know. I just don't think this is me. This isn't my voice. Is that a difficult conversation to have to another with another artist? Uh, I've never really had that I mean, because I write my own raps. So I never get a song where they're like, and this is the part you'd be singing. And you're like, I don't hear that being my voice mm-hmm. because right. it's always just a blank section. Like, and here's where you do you. <laughs> is that, is that kind of weird? You know, um, so not necessarily. Uh, sometimes I'll hear a song and be like, that's a great song, but I just don't think it's for me or it's not what it's, I'm going with. But I really never have that happen with people that I'm genuinely friends with. I will do the song no matter what, just because we're friends. But with me and Quavo, it definitely was never any situations like that. We had been going back and forth, just like playing music to each other about um, what I'm working on for my album, what he's working on for his album, just as friends. And um, it was never really a situation where it was like, let's collaborate. It was like, what are you doing? What am I doing? We just were sending each other stuff back and forth for weeks. And then there was another song and this song that he was like, I really like these. Um, I want to do something on both of these. And I was like, okay, that's cool, but... You, you, we can't have like an Iggy Quavo collaboration album. So which are we going to pick? And we picked Savior, which was kind of the um, like wild card song to pick because the other one was definitely like really rap and more what you'd expect from both of us. So we both kind of collectively decided we wanted to pick the unexpected collaboration in Savior, and I think that was the right choice. You know, when the, when the song started floating around and I started seeing pictures of you on social media, mm-hmm. I, you were smiling and looking, you were glowing in all these photos. You look, yeah. wherever you were doing, wherever you were, you look, you're in a good space. Yeah, I am. Is, is this, I would be way happier space, this Iggy? morning if it wasn't just that I woke up coughing, but I'm in a really good place. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. If you're going to cough, be happy about your coughing. No, no, never apologize for coughing. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, uh, are you are you good space, Iggy, right now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. I wouldn't come out with new music um, if I wasn't because I'm just I'm really blessed and lucky in my life that I don't I don't have to come and do this if I don't want to. I only do it purely because I really love making music. And so unless I feel like I have something that I want to say, I'm lucky enough to be in a point in my life where I have that, that choice. I don't have to come and like slug it out and pay my bills i i've been smart and i i'm here because i feel like i'm i'm ready to miss mentally i'm in a good place i really love the record and i just want to share it with everyone so that's why i've been having so much fun with it it's good to hear that because when you hear a song from an artist you kind of wonder do do they want to do this? Is, well, I mean, you hear all the stories about artists who released albums that they were contractually obligated to release, yeah. and so they can you made hear the it? Album bad on purpose. Bethany, or... have you ever heard an album? You said, you know what? I think they were content- contractually obligated to do that album because it's crap. Have you ever heard <laughs> that from anyone? Yes, and also you hear songs on an album that you're like, that's a filler song. Like they don't really <laughs> love that song. So it's nice to know that you're doing something because you have something to say and you want to be. Doing yeah, it. yeah, of course. I mean, filler songs are difficult though. Every Every song can't be a single. 
<laughs> but there's a difference between putting a song on your album because you like it versus yeah. just having yeah. like, I know what I you mean. I know what you mean. We don't, we don't feel Iggy's inspired. She just put an album out. It has three songs on it. <laughs> Do you ever, though, like put a song on your album and you know right away that that's not going to be a single? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, when I'm constructing an album every time, I How don't dare think you? every song is going to be a single, but that's the way a body of work is supposed to mm-hmm. be. I think thinking of single, 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 single is a terrible way to construct a body of work as an artist. You should never be thinking about it like that. You should be making your, you know, I guess, story of however many songs and then hopefully picking from that what can work as a single if if it is that you would like a radio hit. Some people don't even want that and there are albums that don't have particular single songs. Right. Um, and then I, for me, I always just do that. And if at the end I feel like nothing sticks out as the surefire, this is the hit, then I might take a few more weeks or month or however long to take to play my album to other people and say, hey, do you have anything that you think fits within this but maybe is a bit more commercialized? And that's I just want you to process. keep yeah. one thing in mind. Whenever you record a song, would Elvis like this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all you have to think about. Okay, I, think I, it, I will think about it. Iggy Azalea is <laughs> here, by the way. we got to play Savior. Uh, in just a second, we, we're definitely going to play. Don't play it yet. What are you doing? Oh, Stop it. What uh, <laughs> <laughs> the hell are you doing? I'm ready. Back off. I have two things about you personally I want to bring up. First of all, okay. I think about the year you moved from overseas to Florida, to Miami. Yes, to Miami. How long ago was that? And look look at where you were there and look at where you are now. What a, it what, was, a, what a spectrum of life. It was July 4th, 2016, where in 2018... No, 2006. 2006. Oh, my God, sorry. You just lost 10 years. <laughs> Hello. Look, July 4th, 2006, yes. Take yourself back to Iggy Azalea, Miami. I just arrived, 2006, to mm. where you are now. Look yeah. at everything that's happened to you between now and then. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I, I, beyond the success, you know, I came here as a kid, and I'm a, a, a woman now. People have stopped telling me that I can do stupid stuff and say, well, she's young, I've noticed lately. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now they're just like, no. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm too old to do dumb stuff anymore and get away with it. Don't say that. Get it together. That's not true. No. When you're my age, you can do dumb stuff again. I'm about to turn 28. That's too old for that excuse. Oh, please, honey. responsible. These jeans are 28 years old. (laughs) And secondly, uh, not that I'm prying, but I must ask, are you celebrating National Singles Day? Because that's today. Well, you know what? I don't really celebrate either. Valentine or Singles right. Day. I, I, I guess I kind of like to just more make fun and like um, make jokes about both of them. Okay. But I'm not really a celebrator <laughs> yeah. of either. But if you're asking me which category I'm in, I'm in the Singles Day category. Yeah. Yeah. When we were in college, my one friend would decorate for Halloween on Valentine's Day. Really? And she would put up cobwebs and all kinds of crazy things because she didn't want anything to do with Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. So she did Halloween again. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Because we were talking about that earlier. Because Bethany is. What she's, does one do on Singles Day? You act relieved. <laughs> you, <laughs> that it's your, over? you eat your own pizza. You <laughs> no, don't have you to act s- relieved that you're single because being in a relationship is exhausting and tiring and filled with too much effort. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much sums it up, right? A little bit. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort. 
effort. Yeah, it's a lot of effort, but it's a lot of fun. I when it's going good. Yeah, I know. Of course, when it's going good. But if you if, if you're in the studio or if you're riding with people, do you yeah. do you really want a distraction? Because it, isn't it great just to have just you? You you you're dating your music. You're you're. I mean, honestly, I you know I was in a relationship for many years, and I I genuinely never felt like that was a distraction for me being in the studio at all. Anybody that. I date that has a problem with me going to the studio from four o'clock in the afternoon to eleven o'clock in the morning the next day is not right. somebody we're going to be going on many dates with. So, and what about your songwriting? Not a distraction. What about your songwriting? I mean, there are so many artists. I mean, you can hear their album and you can hear exactly what they've been through in the past year because it's heartbreak, heartbreak. Yeah, I yeah, hate yeah, you. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, do, is it a good thing to go through these emotional trying times in your life so you have the for, honesty for- to talk about in your music? For me, it has been, but I honestly, as an artist, I don't think people think of like my, um, my music is generally not really talking about relationships and those things. And right. this single savior is probably the first time I've ever really beyond, you know, a record here or there where I really hated someone. Um, I, 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 I kind of stray away from talking about those things. You you don't really hear me talk about boys or my heartbreak a lot in my albums. It's just not something that I, like, gravitate towards. As a woman, I always like to write songs that make us feel beautiful and powerful and sexy and sassy. And, like, those are the kind of records I write. So, for me, a relationship never really had much of a bearing on the kind of music that I made. But as I've gotten older and wanted to grow as an artist of course you want to include some of your life experience and my last relationship was really my first real serious um adult relationship where I had those things to talk about but because before that I had I, I was in my early 20s or teenage years you know what you date a guy for maybe four or five months and it's over and um that's a whole different kind of like heartbreak or turmoil or experience or or change in in lifestyle when those things end so for me this time around um I felt like I did want to talk about those things and that had changed for me but I still have like my usual back catalog of of very sassy things to we say like sassy. sassy is the word of the day um yeah that's never going to change but it's never really had a bearing before on past albums where I'm like man I wish I wasn't completely happy in my relationship because I have nothing to write about because right. that was never originally <laughs> yeah. well, what I wrote about Oh that's a relief with. to hear that. Yeah. yeah. So so you sort of made fun of it in a joking way a second ago but as you are getting older and you you're you're in this new phase of womanhood are you like are you loving being a woman? Being a woman how am- yeah, I do like being a woman. It's great. I would not change it. Well, well please don't. I mean, you could if you I, wanted. I could. You could. But but being a woman, I mean, what does being a woman mean to you today? Uh, today, right now, for me, uh, you know, I just think, for me, the difference between me in my early 20s and then me in my later 20s, I just feel um, much more unapologetic about saying what I want in my in my personal life in my dating life in my friendships in my business and or publicly even and uh, I just feel a lot more unapologetic about it but in the same respect I think I'm a lot more cautious about the things I say in the way that I say them to people because in the past I've just I would just kind of say things with utter disregard and be like bleh but also in this but but at the same time be really worried 
about what people thought of me or see red flags in relationships and purposely ignore them or want the guy to think I'm cool because I think he's cooler than me maybe or, you know, things that you do when you're younger that now I'm just, I feel straight away like, mm, no, I know what I want. I'm not looking for that. I'm not looking for those things. And it's much, much easier for me to vocalize that straight away and just be like, mm, it's this isn't working for me, whether it's, um, you know, a song, a mix, a video clip, me go collaborating with something or going on a date and you said something that I fundamentally am like, oh, no, he thinks this and I think that, no, you know, so I just think I've gotten a lot better at um, being nicer about the way I deliver my messages um, when I disagree with people, but also being okay with disagreeing with people. That's, That's good. perfect. So yeah. you're, you're in a great space, I must yeah. assume. So, Iggy, before we play Savior, tell us what sparked Savior. Where is it from? What is it? Oh, you know what? Savior is like such an ad epic adventure of a song. Um, because I wrote, I started writing it the end of 2016. We're in 2018, if you're unaware. Uh, so that's quite a long time. I started writing it. I just moved into my new house um after my breakup and I was kind of like weirdly in between management and a bunch of stuff was just kind of up in the air where I was like what am I doing I had my production company with the NBC and so I was really at a crossroads where I was like am I gonna keep making music do I even like this because I'm I love music but I'm getting so much hate is this able to be enjoyable for me with everything that's going on so you were questioning um, your future in the music in the music world I was questioning if I felt like it was something that could make me happy doing because it was so much negativity. I I never questioned if I loved making music, but I was like, am I able to make this? When you're successful, you you go and you grind and you do this every single day. And I was like, am I able to emotionally, just as a person, endure this much criticism and negativity every day? That everybody faces, not just me, when you're a public person. Because you think you're ready for it, you're not. And I was like, am I really able to do this, number one, every day? Can I emotionally handle going back and doing this? Do I want to do this? I have other things that I love to do, um, like writing scripts. I have a production company. So I was like, there are other outlets to this. Do, do I want to keep doing this? Is this going to get better? What does my life look like? I don't live with someone anymore, have a completely different house and everything just looked very different for me in my life. And there was part of me that just was kind of like, uh, I give up. I just want to sit on the couch and I want to watch television. And I don't want to eat pizza all day for like six months. And I, I don't know, I want this great life that I feel like I had, but I don't want that life back. But I, I want something different. I want it, but I, I still want that amount of happiness. But how do I get not the same thing? But, but how do I get back happy again? What does that look like? Or is it just give up? And I, I don't think it's give up. I think that you've got to try to find your new routine. So that's how kind of the song began with me writing and talking about like, you know, what's who who is it that I'm going to meet in life that's going to give me this happiness? Have I met this person before already? Have I not? When am I going to find them? When is it, when is it going to happen to me? When am I going to be 
happy and I wrote the song and then about a year later I came back to it and I rewrote a lot of parts of it because I was in a much different place and I felt like I was happy and I did have my routine again and I felt like "Mm, you know what Iggy I don't think you were ever looking for somebody to make you happy I think you just needed to take it day by day and find your own happiness or find it in something else whether it's god or a higher power or you finding a hobby or a new routine or a new outlook or friends or whatever it is that helps you get to that place that to me is like what the savior is in the song not necessarily a person um and so it just is a great song to me because it has such a cool narrative where you can really hear like you somebody starts out thinking one way which is kind of how we all feel when you have a massive change like somebody else help me and it and it kind of um ends up with you figuring out like actually nobody else is gonna like swoop in and save you you got to figure that out on your own which is true to this very day and there you go yeah thanks for opening up to us today oh no of course time for another cough cough drop Time for another cup drop. Iggy Azalea, the singles, of course, Savior, Quavo. When's the album coming out? It's going to come out in summer, of course, because it's called Surviving the Summer. So okay, perfect. It cannot come out in oh, the so we, we, have, we have a title. It's Surviving the Summer, definitely. Yeah, right? Okay, we done. do. It's, it's Iggy done. Azalea. Thank you again to Iggy Azalea. I really love how she opened up. The music is great. Yeah. I saw part of the video. Did it, you? It, it's unbelievable. I can't say anything else. I've been sworn to secrecy. I was. She had this gorgeous red coat on, and her bodyguard and I were saying how I could put two of me in that coat because she's so tall. I could have made two coats out of it's one. Incredible. So it's great to great to see and hear from Iggy Azalea yeah. again today. Make sure you support Savior. With Quavo, it's out now. Hey, uh, just a reminder, as I've been reminding everyone all morning long, in, in uh, of course, after what happened yesterday in Florida at the school, if you see something, say something. Mm-hmm. It's so important. If you see anything on social media that could lead you to believe the person posting needs help or they are about to cause damage or hurt someone, please say something. There were there there were no lack of signs in this situation for sure. Right. Um, students said that they would joke that he was going to shoot up the school one yeah. day because people knew he posted pictures of guns on social media. He had reportedly commented on somebody's YouTube uh, page that he was going to be a professional school shooter. He had left all of these hints all over the place. <sighs> wow, o- the most obvious of signs. Yeah. Yep. And, of course, as we said at the very beginning of the show this morning, uh, knowing it was going to be a very a, uh, an emotionally r- roller coaster-ish day. Does that make sense? A yeah. roller coaster of an emotional... You know what I'm saying. Yes, yes. Uh, we support and honor the students and teachers and all that are involved with our schools. We thank you so much. And parents taking your kids to school today, we honor you. Thank you so much, especially the teachers and everyone in the education system. Thank you for providing a place where kids do feel like they're safe. Because I know that, look, a lot of kids were pushed into closets yesterday. Mm-hmm. I know that some friends of, of Brody, they had, their kids were in a closet for like 40, 40 mi- minutes. Because yep. the teacher just knew, boom, get them in here, close the door. And there was a teacher who um, had put students in a closet and then the somebody knocked on the door and said it was the police. And 
the teacher said, all of you stay in the closet. The teacher went up to the door, peeled away a tiny section of paper off of the window and said, show me your badge and would not let the students be uh, introduced to anything until that teacher knew this is a police officer. So anyone and everyone who's working in a school, everyone in the cafeteria making sure kids are eating a nutritious meal, the one they may not get at home, thank you so much. We appreciate you. So I was talking to Bethany earlier. I actually had a moment with Bethany. I said, look, I'm so sorry. Your last few days here at uh, at the morning show, this this is once again a news story that uh, is just so, so, so sad and so difficult to cover. And you're doing such a beautiful job. And Froggy, thank you so much for working with Bethany to keep her informed of what's going on there in South Florida. Oh, you're welcome. Um, you know we love you very much. I love you too. We've got great memories from these past five plus years. Yeah. And we have so many people who are also members of our show and show family that aren't here every day. But someone called and said they wanted to come by and say farewell. Yeah. Do you have music for him? Please. Welcome your number one fan, the president of the Bethany Fan Club, Bobby Flay. Ah! Wearing that obnoxious hat. <laughs> oh, my God. He brought mushrooms. This is fabulous. Hi, Bobby. Damn it. I thought it was someone else. So Bobby reached out and said, is it okay if I come by and say yeah. and say say hello to my homegirl? Hello, Robert. Robert Flay. This is, wait, am I on? Yeah. This, is oh, such, on? this is such a sad week at this show, I have to say. Yeah. yeah. It is. I heard about it um, on Tuesday after you announced it. Like, everybody at Gato listens to the show in the morning, mm-hmm. and people are like, Bethany is leaving? I was like, What? And then I checked your Instagram, and there was that beautiful note that you wrote. Yeah. And it's really, I mean, I have to say, you know, listen, you have a heart of gold. I mean, I, I, you, and all these people around you, you know, are going to miss you so much. And all your listeners, too, including me. And, uh, you know, I've had a crush on you for five years. <laughs> Let's he just has, get that out of the way. He, he has had a crush. I've had, to, I've had to pull him off of you several times. <laughs> um, but, no, seriously, I mean, you know, that's, you're going to be missed. For Thank sure. You. Thank so I, you. I wanted to come by. So last night we it was Valentine's Day. Did you know that, Elvis? Yes. Okay. So I, 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 made, grabbed, a romant, I made a romantic dinner for myself. I grab I grabbed some um, some of our cream. We have these ruby crusted cream puffs with passion fruit and chocolate. Oh, oh. See, my gosh! I, see, uh, Elvis took one already. I was going to give it to Bethany and let her decide what to do. Oops. I like I love leftovers. They're fabulous. Oh, look, I be- thought it was a meatball because at first glance, these, look. Doesn't but, it look like a meatball at first glance? It does look like oh. a meatball. These are beautiful. These Can, are gorgeous. You know, yes, it, life is all about uh, ebb and flow. It's all about new beginnings. It's also about doors closing, doors opening. And you, you know what? This past uh, couple of months, you had to close down one of our favorite restaurants in town, yeah. uh, Bar American. Right. After 15 years, we lost our lease. It's a New York restaurant story. It, it happens. Move on. And you know how much I love that restaurant. Yes. But we have we have a problem. Yeah. What, here's, I here's the problem. I'm so, I know you're here for Bethany. But yes, I am be- here for Bethany. because. Bethany. And then here's the thing. When Bethany leaves, the only person I'm gonna have to talk to is Danielle, and that's that. And she doesn't want to talk to me ever. So I don't think Danielle's your biggest fan, Bobby. Well, no, I know. She's a she's a flay hater. Anyway, I'm I hate to I hate to use this time, but it's supposed to be about Bethany. But yeah. we do have a little business we have to take care of. That's Bethany, fine. do you mind? Okay. If you don't yes, mind, scare. Sure. Let's get to the point. Yeah, real quick. Uh, I got a gift card for Bar Americana. You're screwed. Can I redeem my gift card at Gato? Uh, you can redeem your gift card with one of these cream puffs that Bethany's yes. eating right now. Well, yes, of course. So I'm not 100 percent. All right. Yes. Nice. It's wait, wor- no, but it's but it's only worth fifty at Gato. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> we discount you. Can you use it at any of your places or just? 
Like, I don't know. I'm curious. Well, how, did, did, I don't think there's a lot of Bar American gift Bobby's cards Burger out there. Palace. How do you know? You get a lot sure, of Sure, go Bobby's. to Bobby's Burger Palace. You get Good the luck. pistachio right. milkshake. Okay, back, okay, yes, exactly. Back to Bethany. <laughs> wow. I'm so Bethany, sorry. What that happened? We, Bethany, sorry. <laughs> I mean, he has, he has a gift card, and it's worth money. Yeah, and, you know, I know. And now he it's, was it's, upset. It's worth nothing. If I give you 20 now, can we call it even? <laughs> Wait a minute. What? the price? Come on. You're screwing me. So, uh, as you know, Bethany, uh, Bobby's being honored at this year's South Beach Wine and Food Festival, and yes. I'm actually uh, hosting the night. That <laughs> You've been very, very nice um, to accept that. Well, uh, seriously, I mean, you're the MC. And then Scary asked if I could get him into the, the yeah, event. So I, I need to get him too. Use your gift card. Maybe it's sold you can get out. It. Bethany was here yesterday. <laughs> scary, scary said, "So uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be down there. Are you going to be down there? I am. And I said, "Yeah." He said, really? "Can you get me in?" So, Hello, hey, listen. This is about I me. Need, what the hell? No, 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 no. Hold on. I need to get into it. Bobby, I already live here in South Florida. So, can't you just like slide me a ticket or two? Okay, back to Bethany. We'll, we'll figure that out. Let's do that off the I'm air. So glad I came by. I am too. I must, I must take control and turn this back into Bobby's, Bobby's uh, love for Bethany and how he is here to pay tribute to you and go right ahead. And I have to say, I see why she's leaving. <laughs> um. <laughs> That is, that is really effed up, man. Bro, Brody gave me that line. I'm just going to say it. But I will tell you, Chef uh, Chef Bobby Flay, you are not the only chef that has stolen the heart of Bethany. That's right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Hello, Chef Letty. <laughs> Bethany, Chef Letty is here to talk to you. Just ignore Bobby Flay. Hi. Uh, of course, I'm on the phone. A bigger name I like, too. <laughs> Chef Letty, are you bringing in a very special uh, meal for uh, Bethany tomorrow for her last day? Why, of course I am. Tomorrow, my Bethany and I, we're going to share a bottle of French wine. <laughs> Just the two of us. I'm going to look in her eyes. I must love a woman. I love. Her. I don't know what he's saying. Does anyone speak I French? Said, of course, you today, you 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 talk to this man McFlay. <laughs> I brought cream puffs. He brought cream puffs, Chef Lati. Red ones. You're a cream puff. Oh! <laughs> wow. That's a compliment, I think. Wow. Uh, All right, Chef Lati. I know you are uh, actually Bethany's first and favorite chef, but his, number two is here, so we need to go pay attention to our guest. So we'll see you later, okay? I'm going to go do number two also, yeah. Uh, oh, really? That's nice. Thank Very classic. Say, say goodbye to Bethany and Bobby Flay. Bye, Chef Lati. Bye, Goodbye, Bye, Goodbye, McFlay. We'll <laughs> stuff a croissant down your throat. <laughs> Sideways. So, Bobby, Bobby, with all of your knowledge and all you've done and accomplished and continue to accomplish in the business world, and you know, whatever, and whatever, do you have any advice for Bethany? Who's I now do. Moving on to a new plateau, I a whole new thing. I have to say, and so Bethany and I talked the other day, and uh, I said, you know, so what are you doing? She's, she's like, there's other things I want to explore, which you have to admit is a little scary because she's had this. Um, Rock solid job for five years. <laughs> really has. No, she really has, and and she's become part of this important um, show. And she's like, you know what? There are things I want to do. I'm going to go off and do it. And there's some lots of unknowns out there. But I have to give her giant credit for courage, right? Yep. Because not everybody is willing to do that, you know. Yep. And uh, I'll just say this to you: um, I know that no matter what, you're going to be successful because you're too smart, you're too nice, and you, as I said before, you have a heart of gold. The people that have hearts of gold. It works out. 
It's just mm. that's just the way of the world. And uh, you deserve everything that you strive for. You reach for the stars. Keep reaching. Keep reaching until you get them. And if it doesn't work out, you always can eat for free at Gato for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. So, oh, honestly. We have you, that recorded, by no, the way. No, no. <laughs> Bethany has the one and only free pass for lifetime at Gato. Yeah. Exactly. So if, if only she liked the food there, that'd be no, awesome. The food is exactly. It's my, it's my favorite restaurant in New York. Bethany, you should eat there every single night. And yeah. See how long she, it she, by the way, I'm not afraid, Froggy. She can come whenever she wants. So this <laughs> way, so everybody cool. can, everybody so nice. will know. That's better than the Olive Garden yes. Pass. I know. That's only a, a no, but a Olive Garden, I, I, it's pretty good. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> the thing about it is, the one thing you guys can all feel good about is she's never going to starve to death. <laughs> That's good. Right? By the way, what there, if she brings somebody with her? Do they get to eat free too, or no? I, I have to decide. There is a caveat here. You can eat at Gatto as long as you want until it closes. <laughs> and then he will, he will not honor that at the next you restaurant. You have at least 11 or 12 years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly. starting to think you're nice now. Like, I like you. All no, of I'm a not sudden. nice. All right. All right. Don't try to get a free pistachio. We asked for you to give Bethany... Oh, that's right. We asked for you to give Bethany some, some great words of advice. I'm going to push you even further. In, what are your closing comments for Bethany? My closing comments? I'm making you say more. Yeah. I'm going to bleed I, this for everything we can get well, out of Well, I think, you know, it, you know, interestingly enough, there's passion fruit inside of these cream puffs. Yes. And, and the reason why I thought of you for that is because you have lots of passion. And I always tell anybody who asks me who are, who, are, who are taking a career leap is to follow your passion. It sounds cliche. You hear it all the time. But there is absolutely no substitute for happiness in what you do in life every single day. And don't settle. Don't settle. You'll be fine. You have lots of people backing you up. You have a great family, and you have this family, and you have free food. You're set. <laughs> really you really are set. No, need. seriously. And and take your time and do what you want to do so that when you wake up every morning, you stare at the ceiling, and you're happy to go and do your job. That's my that's my advice. There you go. That's awesome. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate that. Oh, I, Robert. I am not, oh, Robert William. <laughs> is that, is your name William? Yes, it is. I didn't know that. Yes. So in the words of Bobby Flay, Follow your passion, fruit. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Bye, there Bethany, you go, Bethany. You. There was your surprise. I'm so happy. You never know when we might go live on Facebook. Now we're on Facebook Live at Elvis Duran Show. Search the words Elvis Duran Show and follow us now. We're going to put this up on Facebook Live. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. If you see something, say something. You know what that means by now, right? Mm-hmm. Very good. It's really such an easy plan. If you see something that troubles you, there's probably trouble brewing. I tell you, the reason I say that to you, because I know if you're listening to our show, you're different than the people who listen to other shows. We have the smartest people listening to our show. There, I said it. Yeah. We have people with the biggest hearts, most compassion. If you see something, say something. Make a difference if you can. Uh, Let's get into headlines with Bethany. Right now, uh, what is going on? What is the latest? The big story going around right now is that about six months ago, a YouTube user had reported to the FBI that there was a comment left on one of his videos from the suspected gunman or somebody who had that name that said, quote, he was going to be a professional school shooter. So the user, the YouTube user, reported this to the FBI. They did an interview, but that was the last he heard about it. Um, And so now the FBI is under a lot of scrutiny right now. 
now for potentially not doing enough to have done more of an investigation into that. Wow. The gunman has been charged with premeditated murder and booked into Broward County Jail this morning. We're also starting to learn the identities of some of the victims. One is football coach and security guard Aaron Feiss. He was shot while shielding students during the massacre. Another victim is a female student named Jamie Gutenberg. You know, I'm watching uh, Froggy on the cam, and I can see them doing their local uh, Miami news in the background. Yeah. And they were just, they're walking, they're walking him around. Yeah. And I just, I don't want to see him. I almost wish they'd stop showing the mugshot. I don't want to yeah. look at the face of evil on my television. Right. I don't. Well, Froggy texted me the picture of the mugshot, and I was like, oh, so that's the a-hole. And I said, give yeah. me three minutes in a room with him. Just give me yeah. three minutes yeah. in a room with him. I have some things I'd like to say. Um... This, let's move on. Let's move on to happier news. Uh, U.S. skier Michaela Schifrin won gold in the women's giant slalom. That's awesome news. Uh, McDonald's will soon be removing cheeseburgers and chocolate milk from its Happy Meal menus. So you're still going to be able to request it, but they're not going to have it on the menu as an option. Their goal is to cut down on the calories, sodium, and other bad stuff that kids are eating. Um, Their goal is to cut down on the number of people who even know that that's an option for the Happy Meal because they just want kids to have a little bit healthier food. This is your hourly reminder to take a deep breath. And this is amazing. There is a couple that's been married for 40 years, and uh, the wife was diagnosed with end-stage kidney failure. Her husband is able to donate his kidney to her. He oh, is wow. in good enough health. They Everything matches up, which is, the, I don't know how rare that is, but how incredibly lucky. So he's able to give his kidney to uh to his wife. That's, That's awesome. awesome. He said it's a miracle. Excellent. It is. Love stories like that. Yeah. Thank you, Bethany. Hey, Froggy. Froggy. Uh, hey. What's the latest? What's the latest going on in South Florida? What's the latest with you? Um, you're right there in the thick of it. What, what are you thinking? What are you, what are you saying? You know, what's really sticking with me this morning is that this morning my son asked me, he said, Dad, what should I do? Do I run or do I hide? And that's not a question I ever thought I'd ever have to answer. But I did. And they do drills at school, and I ask him, what have they told you? And they've told them first to run and then to hide. And I said, you just, you have to pay attention. When you go to these drills, a lot of times we see, I remember when I was a kid, you would see drills. You would think it as a time to kind of cut up and play with your friends because it wasn't class. But now these drills are so important. You have to pay attention, and you have to have a plan and understand what to do. But for your 14, almost 15-year-old child to ask you that question is not something I was ever prepared to answer. As a parent, but that's where we are now. And this morning here in South Florida, things are still, I think a lot of people are still in shock. We're still getting names. Uh, this is the community that we live in. And chances are people that do live here are going to be are affected in, in, in many different ways. That area of the community was so ingrained here in South Florida that almost everybody knows somebody who lives in Parkland. And it, it just... This morning, it, you almost felt like it was a bad dream yesterday. It's Today, it's setting in as a reality. So, run, hide, fight is sort of the official the official set of directions they, they give you. Mm-hmm. Of course, right. always being aware of your surroundings will may change that. It may change the order because you, it just depends on what situation you're in. Yeah. But being aware, always being aware in life is important anyway, but being aware of who's around you. How you can get out of that situation, it's so important. Thank you, Froggy. Thank we'll be you. right back. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. 
So, American Express and Hilton have great new cards with awesome benefits for card members, and they want to give someone a trip to New York to see Charlie Puth live. Visit ElvisDuran.com to enter and get rules and check out card benefits. Terms apply. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. I love a phone tap. What do you have going on? Lauren wants to phone tap her roommate, Ashlyn. The girls are throwing a huge Halloween party today, so they put flyers up throughout the co-op that they live in. So they have a downstairs neighbor who's always banging on her ceiling, which is their floor when they're noisy. So Lauren wanted me to call as that old lady. Oh, God. Confronting Ashlyn about the upcoming party. Don't you hate neighbors like that? Yep. All right. Well, here we go. Let's see what happens in today's Bethany phone tap. Let's listen in. Hello? Hello, is this one of the young ladies in apartment? Who's this? This is your downstairs neighbor, Mrs. Waxman. How did you get my number? I saw the flyer that you have in the lobby of our building about the party that you're having this weekend. Yeah? Is this going to be a sex party? What? I'm concerned about the noise level that will be coming from this party. Are you going to be playing that sex music? What are you talking about? What sex music? I'm concerned because Friday night is the night that I like to watch my Law and Order, and I'm concerned that I will miss it because it will be too noisy upstairs. I think it'll be fine, but, you know, everybody's having parties. It's Halloween. If you have a party upstairs, I will call the police. I will tell them that you have drugs. Are you kidding me? But we're not. We're just having a regular party. You are disrespectful, young ladies. You are always loud. You upset my cats. Oh, my God, we're not loud. We're barely home. The sex noises are loud. Oh, my God, we don't have sex noises. What are you talking about? What's Instagram? Is that a kind of drug? Is that a drug reference? No, it's pictures. What are you talking about? We're going to have a party if we want. No, no party. Your party will be canceled. We're going to have this party. I don't care what you think. Maybe I'll stand outside your door in my house coat and tell them that it is a terrible party. Well, maybe they'll think you're the scariest thing there because you'll look like a freak. You know what? You're, you're crazy. You're a crazy old lady. You're a slut. What? I'm not a slut. You don't even know me. You're one of those sex sluts that has sex for money at your parties. No, I'm not. You know what? I see all the boys that are always going up there for sex or the drugs. Are you a wacko? We are not having sex and doing drugs. You go ahead and complain to management. I'm going to tell them all about your party. They already know about the party. It's in the elevator. It's not a secret. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell them that there were drugs. Who's going to believe you? You're in dementia land. Your party is canceled. I am canceling your party. Stop it and leave me alone. My eggs are boiling. I have to go. I'm going to call you back. Don't call me back. Lauren, are you there? Yeah, I am here. She's insane. She's calling me. Okay, don't answer She's it. No, no, no. Let, okay. it, let it go to voicemail. Okay. okay. Okay, we're going to call her back, okay? Okay. <laughs> Hello? Hi. You have no idea what I've just been through. That old lady. What? She called. She said she was going to cancel the party. She said she was going to call the police oh and say we have drugs and are we doing the sex? I mean, she's a nut job. You have... Oh my god, I'm losing okay. my mind. Calm, calm down. I mean, I hope you were have like a, a calm conversation with her. She's really old. How can you have a calm right. conversation with her? She is a wacko. Listen, maybe we should listen to her and actually not have this party. I mean, are you kidding me? No, 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 no. I don't, no, 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 no. I don't no. Think get in trouble. We are not going to cancel this party. No. No, but like, her. Her, Lauren. She can't get us in trouble. Who's going to believe her? She's a 
nuts. She's crazy, know. Lauren. I like, I know. Sometimes crazy gets results, though. I no. Feel like she could really Lauren, like no. No. We should have her come to the party. Be Just have her lay there. I don't even know what you're talking about right now, but I She's feel crazy. like maybe we should, like, make some cookies for her and bring what? her down and try to, like, appease no. her a little bit. Yeah, maybe. with, like, diarrhea medicine. We could give her something to make her poop. Oh I hate her. God. I hate her. We, you could, like, try reading to her or something. What? Are you not going to read to Is her? Is this on? That sounds like fun. Is this... Are these the sluts? This is Mrs. Waxman. What? What the f*** is going on? <laughs> Ashlyn. Why is this Waxman with you? Why are you... Oh, my God. What is going on? It's Bethany from Elvis Duran in the morning show. It's not Mrs. Waxman. You're being phone tapped. Are you kidding me? Are you taking deep breath? <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> What time should I show up? Oh my god! Oh my god! I'll be there at five. <laughs> I love Mrs. Is Mrs. Waxman. Yeah, we love her. Thank so you. funny. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Spice Girls have signed a contract to go on tour. So why were they saying they didn't? I don't know because it's, I don't know if it's a full tour or if whether it's just going to be like, we'll show up here maybe if we have babysitters. I don't know how it's going to work, but it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, our ladies at Fifth Harmony canceled next month's concert tour in Australia due to so-called scheduling requirements. They're offering ticket buyers a refund. And Dua Lipa, how cool would it be to see her as maybe a James Bond girl, one of the Bond girls and the new James Bond movie? Or she could pull that off. Yeah, or if she does the theme song, because there's a rumor that she's on the list for people that might write and sing the theme song. Isn't it great to know these artists as yeah. they begin their their journey, and then we see all these great things coming their way? It's so cool. I it's love so that. cool. So we take full credit for all of Dua Lipa's success. We definitely do. Excellent. Thank you, Danielle. Welcome. Elvis's personal Instagram account. Follow him now at Elvis Duran. I think I'm ready to start a modeling career. <laughs> Elvis Duran in the Morning Show.